Welcome to the Doctrine Matters Podcast, a tool to help believers rediscover true biblical doctrine and to help them understand and live out their faith in their homes, in their churches, and in their communities. Thank you for listening to this episode. Let's get right to it. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Doctrine Matters Podcast. If you are watching on YouTube, I want to welcome you and thank you for tuning in and watching there. And if you're listening on some other audio platform without the video, thank you for tuning in there as well. Thank you for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate everyone who has liked and uh, subscribed to the YouTube videos. I appreciate everybody who has subscribed to the podcast through audio platforms I am grateful for that, and I hope this content is beneficial for you, and I hope it glorifies God, exalts Christ, and builds up the body of Christ. So uh, let's just get right into today's topic and today's episode. This episode is driven by a pod, uh, uh, excuse me, a Facebook post that I saw recently, and it showed a picture of a high school girl who was a cheerleader, and she was sitting in a chair by herself during a basketball game, and just to her left her cheerleading squad or cheerleading team or whatever you want to call them, they were cheering during the basketball game. And the post went on to say that the cheerleader, this high school cheerleader had to sit out during this game because she missed practice the day before. Now this um, Facebook post has since been deleted, but it started a firestorm on social media it started a uh, uh, just every kind of debate you can think of and every kind of reaction you can think of. So essentially, this young girl, instead of going to practice on Wednesday evening before the basketball game, she went to church. Now, many churches have a midweek service. Our church has a midweek service. Your church might have one. It may not have one. I know many churches don't have a midweek Bible study, but we do. And uh, apparently this girl's church had one. And instead of going to cheerleading practice, she chose to go to church. That evening, and as a result, because she missed practice, the consequences of that were her having to sit out during the next game, which was the following day. So, as you can imagine, uh, people from all walks of life and all over the place started giving their two cents on the thing. And uh, there were some that said that the cheer coach was in the wrong; they should um, not have done this. Uh, there were some that said, "Well, she knew the consequences if she were to have missed practice or even a game, that she would have to sit out the next one." And then still there were others that were saying, you know what, this is a big problem in churches between sports and church. And that's kind of where I want to give our time to this evening is sports and church, because I think every church has to deal with this. And many believers who profess to be Christians have to deal with sports and church as well. Now, I realize not everybody has kids that are playing sports, and I realize that uh, there are only a few people in select groups and and people that do the sports thing. And uh, so not everybody is going to relate to this, but everybody that is a believer that attends a local church does have to deal with this because we are told to hold our membership accountable, to hold one another accountable. And if they are not in church because of sports, then that is a problem. So I think this Uh, is actually going to touch on every believer's life. But really, the Facebook post that has since been deleted, it has uh, sparked a whole lot of controversy, as I've mentioned. But I think the biggest push for that post was not to blast the cheerleading coach or blast anybody else, but it was to commend the young lady for choosing to go to Bible study and choosing to go to church instead of cheer practice. And I have to commend the young lady as well for doing so. Now, that's going to just 
catapult us into the topic here tonight is sports and church, what that should look like. Because as I've mentioned, every church has to deal with this on some level. People that are giving themselves to sports and missing church as a result. Now, let me just go ahead and get this out of the way. I will go ahead and give you my stance on that because I have four kids, one of which plays basketball. And uh, he has been asked multiple times to play on AAU teams during the summer and and do all sorts of things when basketball season is not going and, and, and just uh, – uh, be gone all the time in tournaments and and do all these things on the weekends. But what happens is in these summer leagues and AAU squads, they're going to be gone Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They're playing on Sundays, and we say, no, we're not going to do that. We can't uh, be away from church on the Lord's Day. We are going to attend church. So we've had to turn down multiple offers for our one of our sons to be on AAU basketball teams and – um, he loves sports. He loves basketball. And and quite frankly, if I may say so, he's pretty good at it. He He's better than I was at that age. Um, and I love to watch him play. But we are not going to trade sports for the Lord's Day any time. And we, we teach them that. We train them in that. They understand that. Anytime they try to do anything uh, or, or anybody asks us to do anything on a Sunday, I think most people have figured it out now. We're not going to do it because it is the Lord's Day and we are giving ourselves to worship on that day on the lord's day now yes you should give yourself to worship every single day of the week but the lord's day is specifically set apart for the gathering of the saints and the worship of our triune god so no we do not do aau ball never have and never will simply because all the tournaments fall on the weekends and he would be gone on sundays and we just don't do that now uh you may say well this this particular instance your instance you're talking about is somebody that missed on wednesday night let me just tell you what i feel about that is my boys don't miss Wednesday night either because this is a a very spiritual formative time in their lives to gather in a Bible study setting, whether it is with the whole church or whether it is with a youth group within that church as they're learning biblical doctrine and how to live their lives according to God's standard and not their own. So our boys are going to church or, or going to Bible studies on Wednesday nights. So if there's anything that comes up, my boys would be just like this young lady, and uh, they would miss the event or practice or whatever the case may be because church is important. Gathering with the saints is important. Bible studies are important. There is nothing that should be greater than glorifying God, any sort of Bible study or anything like that uh, when it comes to anything outside of the church, outside of any type of ministry, outside of the Bible. Sports especially should not be even close so if somebody says they're a believer, and I'm just going to lay this out there, you know my my opinion on, on my personal opinion, so I'm going to throw this out there for everybody, and I'm going to be quite controversial here, and this is something that uh, I don't mean to be controversial on, but I believe it is in the best interest of those who profess to be believers to take note of and understand that volleyball, basketball, softball, baseball, and cheerleading or any other type of sport, any other type of entertainment, anything at all should be exalted above gathering with the saints. One of the things I see so much in churches and I hear from pastors all over the place is that they have families within their churches that exalt all these things above the gathering of the saints, above Bible studies. They just won't show up. And um, then they, they want to show up and, and, and they feel like they don't fit in to the church. They feel like people are staring at them that, or they're judging them. 
And the problem is, if you're not committed and plugged into the local church, that is exactly how you're going to feel, whether that's happening or not, because you are not part of the church and you're not plugged in. You don't have your thumb on the pulse of the church because you have continued to neglect the gathering of the saints to con- to put sports or other entertainment ahead of the Lord's day and even on Wednesday Bible studies. Now, w- you and I could debate lovingly on whether or not you should go on Wednesday evenings because we do have a mandate in the scriptures to not neglect the gathering of the saints. That is, uh, one could make an argument on the Lord's Day, but I think that if the church has another Bible study committed to another day of the week, I would personally say that you shouldn't neglect that gathering either because it's in those gatherings where you're really going to be sharpened by one another. You're going to hold each other accountable. You're going to be able to worship together. And then you're going to be able to take that with you throughout the rest of your week as you live this Christian life. Now, continually forsaking that and continually putting sports ahead of the church, it's going to teach your kids something. You're you're forming your kids' thought process and you're forming their spiritual lives, whether you realize it or not, when you put these things above the gathering of the saints. Now, if you can do this and you have no conscience, if you have no um, frustration about it, if you're not convicted about doing this, then I would say you have a heart issue that you're either your conscience is seared. You may not be a true believer, uh, whatever the case may be. Or maybe it's just that you're a believer. You just don't take church and gathering with the saints seriously, which is another problem in and of itself, which is indicative of a heart, um, a heart issue that needs to be checked because we should desire to gather with the saints and neglecting that for the sake of sports. I believe is a slap in the face to God. It's turning our backs on him and saying that he is not worthy of our worship. We're going to give it to baseball, basketball, football, volleyball, cheerleading, uh, shopping at the mall, going to movies. We're going to do those things. um, And we're going to give our worship to that because make no mistake, everybody worships. We are created to worship something. And you're either going to worship the risen savior. You're going to worship God, or you're going to worship the things of the world. And, and all those sports can be used for the good. I love sports. I love watching sports. I love playing sports. Uh, They can become an idol in our lives. They can become God in our lives if we are not careful. So we must separate the two, especially on the Lord's day. If you have a, a child that wants to go play uh, in AAU tournaments, and you're going to be gone on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but you can work it out to where you're going Friday and Saturday and then gather with the saints on the Lord's Day back at your home local church. And I know that there are people that are going to say, well, what, can, what about just going to church anywhere they are? If they're in Dallas, can they find a church there? I would say, yes, yeah, Steve Lawson's church is there. They could go there. They could gather with those saints. Uh, but I think is it's important to Gather with your own local church, the people that you do life with, that you're in community with, and that you are plugged in with. The more you can do that, in my opinion, the better. So if you can work it out to where you're actually going to church, again, I say local church. You need to be back at your home church every Sunday. Play play basketball, football, volleyball, cheer on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. But make sure you are gathering with the saints in your local congregations on Sunday because I do believe it's that important. And uh, again, I said that you're teaching your kids when you allow them to continue to miss church for these things is they're going to play sports and their thoughts and their wants always ahead of the church because you as a parent have not made church a priority. That is where the problem comes in is the parent's role in the home. 
And if you're letting the kids run your home, if you're letting them tell you what they're going to do, if you're letting them tell you that they're not going to get up and go to church or they don't want to go to church and you're allowing that, then there is a heart issue as well. And I told you I was going to be controversial, but I'm not trying to be controversial. I think that we just need to have a, a real talk about these things because it's a, a, an epidemic that is plaguing the church and plaguing those who profess to be true believers in Christ. So church and sports, there needs to be a separation. Now, don't hear me say that you can't have church leagues and don't hear me say you have, you know, churches have upward basketball, they have softball leagues, they have all sorts of things that kind of intertwine as church and sports. But we need a separation of church and sports on the Lord's Day and on Wednesdays. I'm 39 years old. I can tell you that as I grew up, I played competitive uh, baseball. I was gone a lot during the summer. We played travel ball, and I, re- I-, I hated it. Uh, I-, I didn't hate it as much then, but I hate it now because I wish I would have been in church on Sundays. And looking back on that, my my number one thing about travel ball is, yeah, it was fun. But my number one thing is I wish I would have been in church on Sundays regardless of where we were playing or who we were playing or what kind of tournament it was because – it matters. And the older I got, the more I could understand and see that, that it did matter and it mattered greatly. So you're teaching your kids what matters. You're, you're forming them spiritually. So they should not be able to choose what they do, when they do it, and how they do it. If they do and you allow it, you have a spiritual problem. You have to check your heart. If you can continually miss Sundays and Wednesdays and have no care for the church, you have a spiritual problem, you have a heart problem, and it must be checked. And again, I'm not trying to be mean, I'm not trying to be rude, I'm not trying to be controversial here. I'm just trying to be real, I'm trying to be biblical here because it matters. We, we have to teach from the Bible, and the Bible doesn't teach to put these things ahead of church. These things become idols. And these are what your kids are going to worship. These things are what your kids are going to worship. These things are likely what you worship if you continue to allow it to happen. Now, if you care nothing about the gathering of the saints, if you think, oh, it's okay, then again, there is a a problem there and an issue. So um, there has got to be a reckoning. There's got to be something that changes if you are a true believer. And, And here's a problem that I fear that is happening more than not that there are parents that are contemplating saying, well, I'm not going to continue to allow my children to miss Sundays and Wednesdays for the sake of sports, but I don't want to hurt them. I don't want to make them mad at me. I don't want them to um, just have this grudge or this chip on their shoulder when it comes to me and and their, their father or mother or whatever the case may be. Let me just lovingly say that is a coward way to look at raising kids. The Bible tells kids to honor their father and mother. So you, mother and father, what you decide in your house goes. And if you're leading from a biblical example, they're going to have to fall in line. And guess what? You you may think, well, I'm going to push them away. Well, God is in control of all those things. God can bring them back. He can keep them and not let them push away. He can do a lot of great things. But when you stand up and you're biblical in your parenting, God will not only bless that, he will honor that, and he is going to work through your family. But when you consistently turn your back on him and his word and keep doing the things that you want to do on Sundays and Wednesdays, that is a problem. And then we pray that God would bless our families and bless things and and pray that they don't get hurt when they play and pray that they have a good turnout and that they win their games. And 
we can't really think that God is is going to bless you or your family or your team when you consistently neglect him and his word and his bride, the church. Can we? I mean, this is this is this is hard to listen to if this is something that you've given yourself to, but it's something that is very very important. As true believers, our desire should be with the church, with the things of God, not with the things of this world. The Bible says we've been called out of this world, that we no longer uh, belong to the world. We're a part of the world, and we're to take that uh, light that we have now, the gospel, and we're to proclaim the gospel, and we're to live God-honoring lives, but we shouldn't make things idols. We shouldn't give ourselves to these things. We shouldn't continue to put Christ and his word on the back burner because we love sports or our kids love sports or somehow we uh, find pleasure by vicariously living through our kids as they play these sports that we once played. That's an issue as well. So many parents are wanting to give their kids something that they didn't have or something that um, that they wanted to do in life. And they're trying to push them to do what they couldn't do or didn't get to do. And that's a problem as well. That's not what that's not the way you should lead your children as a Christian, especially as a Christian father. You should lead them through the word of God. And I think what we see is a, a lot of people who claim to love Christ but continually continually every summer and and then you know summer comes around and then you got uh, some other fall type ball and then you got winter leagues and then you got spring and then summer it's all over again. So ball is year round now. There's always something to do. And that is another problem that I've seen is when I was a kid playing these these travel ball games and all these things. This, this is what I was going to say earlier. I played travel ball, and very rarely, though, did we have games on Sunday back then. But I saw where more and more we would have them. And then as you get older, there's no high school games on Sunday. There's no high school games on Wednesday. But now we live in a world where I'm 39 years old. I'm, I'm far removed from that 15, 16-year-old days. Now they're having games and tournaments on Sundays on during high school, college, um, Wednesday evenings. Nobody cares about the church anymore, and it shows in sports. And it also shows in our parenting by allowing our kids to continue to go down this path of neglecting the things of God and giving themselves to the things of the world. I want to leave you with a passage of scripture on this episode because I think it's important. I feel like I've been, um, I feel like I've been really direct, and I, and I, and forgive me if I've come across mean or rude. That is not my intention um, at all in this, but it's something that has to be addressed. I pray that you believers would start to understand that you are the leaders of your homes and that you would do what God has called you to do as a parent and not allow your kids to run over you or choose what they're going to do each and every day or each weekend or when it comes to sports, but you're going to get them up and you're going to get them to church every Sunday that you're going to start coming to Bible studies on Wednesday. If your church has that, because it's very important. It's a very, it's very good time of spiritual formation. Listen, you send your kids, many of you will send your kids to a public school or a private or Christian school five days a week, and you have no problem doing that for eight hours a day. What's the problem in coming on a Sunday for a couple of hours and a, a Wednesday evening for an hour? That's only about three hours out of your day, out of your week, out of your time. And uh, it's it's going to be some of the most beneficial time you can ever have. And then you should be taking that home and doing it in the house. And that is leading well through 
the Word of God. Let me leave you with this, something to think about. And it's Colossians chapter 3. This is Paul, beginning in verse 1. He says, Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things above, not on things that are on earth. For you, and this again, if you have been raised with Christ, if you are a Christian, verse 3, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Therefore, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil, desire, and greed, which amounts to idolatry. And we can quickly make sports and idolatry because we are living impure lives when we turn away from the glorious gospel, the glorious truth of God's word, the glorious church, and we begin to pursue other things in its place. They can quickly become idols. Listen to verse 6. It's just, this is a warning because of this, because of these things, that the wrath of God will come upon the sons of disobedience. And in them you also once walked when you were living in them, but now you also put them all aside. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive speech from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you laid aside the old self with its evil practices and have put on the new self who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. So the old man would be going to basketball games, football games, cheerleading competitions, practices, all these things every Sunday, most Sundays, a lot of Sundays, neglecting the beautiful church, neglecting the beautiful words of God, and living according to your own passions and lust, and setting your things, setting your mind on things of this world. When God calls us as true believers, new creatures, new creations, a new self who now focuses on the things of God, heavenly things, things that are above, not on things of this world. And when we truly do that, we will start to realign some things in our lives. We will start to see our priorities change. Things will happen. Things will change. And we will begin to give God glory. We will repent of neglecting to gather and to worship with the saints and, and making idols out of sports. And we will begin to change and God will work through and bless that change. So if you've been living a life of continually missing church services because of sports in particular, according to this episode, but it could be any other thing that you've made an idol, I would encourage you and pray that you would repent of that and be right back into a local church this Sunday morning with your whole family. And even come on Wednesday evenings if your church has Bible study during the midweek. It may not be a Wednesday evening. It may be another night of the week. But if they have Bible study, show up. Be involved. Be encouraged. Get engaged in your church. Don't just be a part-time listener. Be a full-time church member. Neglect the things of this world and focus on the things of God. I hope this has been helpful to you. I hope this has made you think. I'd love to hear your comments on this. I'd love to hear your thoughts about what you and your family do when it comes to sports like this. And don't be afraid to let me know what you think. Don't be afraid to hit that subscribe button, that like button, and that little bell that tells you every time something new comes out. I would greatly appreciate it. And it would get content, this content, to a wider audience that may need to hear exactly what you've just heard today. So with that being said, thank you again. I hope you have a great rest of your day, rest of your week, and God bless.